hey, 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 you guys. Thank y'all so much for being a part of another episode of Black Canvas. We're still on season seven, and we've been having so many amazing artists here, especially this week. I've kind of been able to have three amazing artists that's been able to kind of share their experiences in life. And this is going to be someone, if you guys haven't heard of, you definitely need to look him up. He is definitely going to be a person to look out for in the music industry. His name is Southside Miko, and he's one of the hardest artists slash producers in the world. This 23-year-old legend out of Brown Summit, North Carolina, is on his way to becoming the next United States international icon. Since a child, his sole purpose has been to enlighten the world with entertainment that people can truly feel, not just see or hear. In 2012, after giving up his first love of dancing, he began seriously rapping and producing, pushing himself to the point of literal exhaustion, working to become the best he could be in hopes of becoming an incomparable person in this industry. This led to him making it onto the Pounds of Sound magazine for the top 15 artists in North Carolina in 2017. Oozing high energy, character, creativity, Southside Miko is approaching the hip hop world with an innovative sound that he believes will put Brown's Summit, North Carolina on the map. And we're so glad to have you here, Southside Miko, on this show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you so much. I'm very excited to have you here. Southside actually reached out to me um, through Instagram, which I always tell people the internet can be a positive place. You know, it doesn't have to be negative all the time. And so he had said, hey, I, I'm interested in being on the show. And I was just so glad he reached out because I wasn't too familiar with his music. And so the great thing about being a part of these shows is you get to know more about people and the story. And so we talked before the actual interview and just had a good 30 minute conversation, just getting to know who he is as a person. And I love what he's doing. And so I said, absolutely, we want you on the show. And we're just so glad that you're here. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thank oh, you. Oh, no problem. So if you're ready, we're going to go into some questions. And I just want you to give me the first response that goes into your mind. So if you're ready, I'll go straight into it. Okay. Okay, for sure. I'm ready. Okay. So the first question we have is, um, what got you into rapping? And when did you perform your first rap song? So as, um, as said in the intro, I was a dancer first. And... Um, that was around like in during like maybe early high school, um, maybe freshman, sophomore year, and um, or maybe even before that, to be honest with you. And um, I had this friend one day um, who was also in my dance group, and we were kind of just walking down the street one day going to a friend's house. And he told me like, hey, bro, let me show you this rap I got. And I was like, you rap? Like, and he was like, yeah, bro, I rap. So I was like, okay, cool, you know, spit that. So he, he spit the rap for me. Um, and I was like, man, like, it was so good, I guess. I, I just didn't expect it to be that good. And that just, I'm a fire sign. So, like, that that kind of pumped me up and got me uh, turned up. So um, that's how I got start rapping. And it's like, after that day, I just took this so seriously. And I've I kind of been producing ever since I was younger, but it wasn't like, serious enough to where um I was doing anything with it but once I started rapping 
um, everything started flowing with that. Um, could you uh, ask the second oh, no question problem. again? What was your first song that you performed? Do you remember your first rap song? Um, no, I have no idea, but I remember I went to this, like, it was like a basketball gym where, like, people just came. It was, I'm forgetting the name of it. Um, but people were just coming there. It was like a whole bunch, like a party scene. They had food, basketball, people could play open gym, soccer. It was at the sportsplex, I'm pretty sure, or something like that. And, um, they were looking for people to come up and freestyle. And I was like, okay, well, I wasn't at that time, I wasn't really good at freestyling. So I just kind of went up and spit a song that I had written um, back then. And people were like flocking around me. So I thought that was pretty cool. And that was the first time I ever performed um, a song before. And that was probably in um, middle school. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Congratulations on getting out of your comfort zone and going into a different genre because we know dancing and singing and rapping and producing all of those can be different aspects of creativity but if it's something you're not as familiar with it can be very scary to even try it and so i commend you for even putting yourself out there and being able to perform at such a young age that's amazing Mm -hmm. i appreciate that i've actually always been performing i feel like like honestly i feel like that's what i was created to do um like again my sole purpose i feel like i'm meant to just and entertain people and enlighten people and and give and show somebody else I guess there is another way but through my creativity wow I like that and it kind of goes into my next question I had for you can you tell me like has there been any rapper um that you saw growing up that had any type of influence or impact on you and then can you also the second part of that can you tell us how the rappers of today have made an impact on society in general okay um so for the first question um well i grew up not even listening to rap like which is crazy to hear probably because people tell me that all the time but like i don't know i i didn't grow up listening to rap i was listening to rock and roll i used to listen to aerosmith guns and roses disturbed like I used to love stuff like that. And Michael Jackson, like Michael Jackson was my biggest influence. I feel like he's the whole reason I started dancing. He's the whole reason I started doing this because I had um, hit some of his DVDs when I was younger. And I just saw like that the level of stardom, I guess, that he reached and how serious just he was and how serious he took his craft and how much um, he changed the world from what he did. And I that influenced me so much. But in terms of rapping and growing up, I don't know. It's not really. It's not. It's not many rappers who influenced me. Um, I guess just because I wasn't like on that type of wave. Um, and for the second question, as for like today and these these times, I feel like rappers are one of the main influences for everyone. To be honest, like a lot of people are into worshiping idols these days. So. Um, I feel like they play a big, they play a big part in society. And I feel like, I feel like maybe the industry is kind of making it that way. I I can't really say the industry because everything is everything. So I don't, I'm not really sure what it is, but I feel like, especially in today's time, people look up to rappers more than they used to. 
And I, I feel like people are like, for example, Pooh wearing that little head, the little mask thing. I'm not sure what that is. But like once he did that, I've seen everybody, it seems like on earth wearing that. So I feel like, I don't know, it just plays a, a huge role in, in today's society. And I think you're right about that, because I go back to when I was younger and I remember like a lot of rappers who had clothing lines. And we just think mm-hmm. of how fashion has changed um, just due to the influence of um, rappers and, and what they deem to be, you know, fashionable. And people are like, hey, I want to buy that. I want to wear this. But then also when we think about now owning NBA teams or having stock in other aspects or even many um, rappers have turned into acting and, and modeling. So I think that you're right. I mean, I feel like influences have definitely shifted over the years. But um, growing up for me, I will say some of the rappers that I loved, I mean, of course, LL Cool J was definitely one. Queen Latifah was another person who I really enjoyed. Um, of course, Little Kim, because I mean, they were just completely different, different genres. Um, I loved NWA. Of course, I loved um, Run DMC. And like you said, when you talk about Aerosmith, it just, I love rock and R&B as well as country and rap and all of those things just have a way of having you to feel something different and when you feel something different then you can mm-hmm. experience it so yeah I, I just truly remember growing up and and I was given an opportunity to listen to so many different things where I know for some families they're like oh you can't listen to this kind of music but I never felt like I was stuck in a box like I, I enjoyed the experience of listening, but also of really what do these words mean? I mean, Tupac, I mean, it's still one of my favorite rappers of all time outside of Tupac and Biggie, with two I just listened to nonstop. And mm-hmm. it just reminded me of how life has shifted and how some rappers still use similar lyrical type of content or the, the style is similar. But yeah, I mean, Tupac, Biggie, and Busta Rhymes are my top three rappers like I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely understand that for sure. Oh, yeah. So let's kind of go into your formula. So can you tell us, do you actually follow a specific formula when you're writing songs or is it kind of you just flow, go with the flow at that moment? Or how does that work for you? Um, I would say like for the most part, um, I'm someone who I don't put limits on myself. Um, I try to be as free as possible. I try to just let stuff flow. Sometimes um, I'll put a beat on and I'll listen to it and I'll just let it play and I'll see if something comes out, I guess. But if nothing comes out, then, well, it's fine. Maybe I'll just do something else. Um, Sometimes I, I force myself to write something because as an artist, I feel like you should you should be pushing yourself to work on your craft as well. So sometimes I'd be like, okay, well, I'm sitting down and I'm not, I'm not leaving this spot until I, I write something or I, or I record something. Cause I don't always write. Sometimes I freestyle as well. Um, so it, it's just depending on, I guess the day, how I'm feeling and what, what my mindset it is, uh, what my mindset is coming into recording. And I love that that you mentioned about freestyling because I actually had um, a guest on yesterday and I had him to freestyle. He he did really well. And it's just something that, you know, being put on the spot a lot of the times with, with 
any type of art, it can be very, you know, stressful, but he just went with it. And I love that, that he was able to kind of pull out those bars and, and it just sounded amazing. So I love that you're able to do the same thing, like you said, that you're able to get in the moment and be able to perform when you need to, because a lot of times that, that might be a record exec that's standing right in front of you, like, hey, shoot, give me what you got in this moment. You got one minute. And then you have to just always be ready, at least with two or three songs, I always like to say in your head, because, you know, sometimes they'll drop a beat and you have to just know how to flow with it. Right. Which is good. So I think that's amazing for you that you have that ability, because not every rapper can do that. Um, a lot of people use a lot of ghostwriters. Mm -hmm. um, and for our listeners who don't know what ghostwriting is, that's normally when we have other people who write the lyrics and other person performs it. And um, so I'm just so glad that you're able to be creative like that. That's great. Yeah, for sure. Most definitely. So I got another question for you. You were rated one of the top 15 artists in the Pounds of Sound magazine. Can you tell me what was it like to get that call? And do you remember what you were doing when you found out that you actually nominated for that, the top 15 artists? Yeah, for sure. I actually... My friend, uh, my homie Perps, he had invited me to the studio one day. Um, I was in high school, I think, maybe a freshman or something like that. But he invited me to the studio. Um, and I used to do modeling and photography. So I really came there to just like take pictures and cook up some beats and stuff like that. But um, he, out of nowhere, he had walked out of the room and he said, I'll be back because he heard some noise going on in the next room in the studio that we were in and he just comes back he's like hey bro you gotta go in there because they're hosting a competition it's like some money that you have to pay um but they're they're giving away basically a free music video from a director and some other opportunities and I was like dang I don't have no money but like I just I don't know I don't know I just was like I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna be in there I was determined so I kind of like took off my shirt, threw on this jacket that I had and tried to look like kind of not like I tried to stand out as much as possible. Let me say that. And I walked in the room and they were like, who are you? And I just kind of told them my name. And it seemed like by the time I was getting in there, they were trying to hurry up and start it. So I got lucky. I didn't have to pay for some reason. <laughs> that was, well, not for some reason. That was my reason for not having to pay. But, um, then they said, okay, um, we're going to have a producer section of a competition. And there was multiple producers. I think there was more than 10 in there. And there's like, we're going to have an artist section. And there was like more than 10 artists. And I, I happened to go in there and win the producer section. And I won the artist section. I came in first for both of the things. And um, they told me that I was going to win a free music video. Um, to which I actually didn't end up getting. I just got in the magazine, which was still cool, but um, I actually wanted the music video over the, over the magazine because I just felt like it would have been a better opportunity for me. But um, where I was at when I found out I was in, uh, I was in a magazine, I, I feel like somebody FaceTimed me and they were like, yeah, you're going to have your magazine and I was, I was, I was kind of turned up. I don't know. I've been in a magazine personally. I, I don't mean to be like, I don't know. 
ungrateful. I was thankful for everything, but I don't know. I really wanted the um the music video because I've I've kind of been in publications before personally. So yeah. Well, I understand. I mean, but also like you were promised that you were going to get it and and it didn't fall through. So that could be stressful for any person. But you know, the great thing about that was is that it not only gave you an opportunity to just kind of understand this is how the music business sometimes can be. You know, you can be promised mm-hmm. a lot of things on the front end and or on the back end and you don't receive them. But it's great exposure for you. Like you said, you were able to come in. You didn't have to pay. You showed them what you had and you won first place for both. And I think that's just another good way of just showing people yeah. that when you're resilient enough and you believe in your talent, that it can take you to places where you are now. Like you're on a podcast talking about your experiences where this can help another young kid or someone who's just starting out in music to say, hey, if Southside Miko did it, then why can't I do the same thing? And so I think right. like you're going to be able to pave the way for a lot of people to, to not give up and to believe in themselves. For sure. And I, I hope that I definitely can be. Absolutely. I mean, you're, you're doing your city proud. Like you said, you wanted to put them on the map. I mean, I had never heard of Brown Summit in North Carolina before. So that's good that, you know, you're able to stand out and people are going to be able to look you up and know more about you. Yeah, for sure. So let's kind of go into a fun question. So if you could open up for any artist in the world, who would you choose? Mm -hmm. What song would you want to perform with that person? And what city, state, or country would you want to perform in? Um, I feel like to me, it don't, it don't matter where I perform, just in terms of the last question. I feel like if I had to open up for an artist, it would have to be, man, it would have to be Kanye West, probably, because the pull he has, when he had that, when he when he did that show um, at the Staples Center, I think it's the Staples Center, I'm not sure, but um and everyone came out everyone came out it's like his mind the way the way he thinks is is so much different than everyone else i know that people are going to be in there so it's going to be some great exposure for me so i would have to choose kanye west if i had to choose someone else it'd probably be drake maybe okay so let's kind of figure out what song would y'all perform together one that we made because I'm gonna tell him if we performing and I'm performing with you, I gotta be on something. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Now that's a great answer to it. I mean, I'm not a rapper at all. I, I like to sing for fun, but I definitely if I had to go on stage with someone, I just talked about him recently a lot. And I love Stevie Wonder and that would be one person mm-hmm. I would just love to be on stage with just to to gravitate to that type of energy. And then if there was someone who's current, like a current artist, ooh, this is kind of hard. Of course, my favorite, everyone knows who my favorite artist is, Tori Kelly. I love her. So that would be one person I would love to just be in the audience to see her perform and just to stand there with her. But mm-hmm. I would definitely, I love John Mayer. And John Mayer is someone, and Ed Sheeran are two artists that I really do look up to because of how they're able to deliver music in such a way where you feel connected and then ed sheeran mm-hmm. he try he does the rapping and singing or singing rapping i like to call it for him and mm-hmm. i just love his style and then i love that album he did where he had duets 
and he right. had so many different artists on. So I feel like he has a, an amazing pool as well. And you would, when you look at Ed Sheeran, you're like, oh, he, he, yeah, he does music. But like when you really see him perform, it's like it's someone else in his body when he's performing. And that's what I love about that style of music for sure. Yeah, I definitely understand, especially the uh, like I love I don't listen to Tori Kelly, but every time I hear this woman, she's tickling my soul with her voice. I'm telling you. And and John Mayer, what you said about the delivery with the music, I'm I'm with you on that. I understand. Like there's um there's even something I say all the time where <laughs> in my own personal life from like one of his lyrics, I, I ask people. Like, do you love me or do you love the thought of me? So I definitely understand that for sure. Absolutely. I mean, I just love music. So any type of music, if it, if it makes you feel something different than what you felt before listening to it, that to me is just the ultimate. But yeah, like Tori Kelly, I've seen her live twice and I hope to see her again very soon. But one of the most amazing live performers I think I've ever seen of this generation. I mean, JoJo's another person I heard is really amazing live. I haven't seen her yet, but yeah, I, I just love great artists. And of course, Brandy. I mean, oh my God, if I could just talk to Brandy for five seconds, it would just be amazing. I mean, just, just an amazing artist, an amazing human being from what I've heard too. For sure. She seems like it. Oh, yeah. All right, so I only got a few more questions for you, Miko. First one is, okay, if you could okay. give your younger self one piece of advice, what would you say to your younger self? I would tell myself to go as hard as I can with what I would like to do in life. No, no matter what nobody else is telling me, no matter what anybody else says to me, whether it's a friend, whether it's a family, Remember, it's like I have to just do what I need to do. And I wish I could have told myself that because I feel like personally I've wasted a lot of time listening to other people, not necessarily people pleasing, but people pleasing, if you will. Um, I don't know. And I just could have just been focusing on me. And I feel like if I would have been doing what I was doing a long time ago, like and doing what I'm doing now, I would have I probably would have been blown up already. I promise. But I think that's one thing I love about this question is like, I get so many responses. I've had people say, I wouldn't change a thing. I've had some people say, hey, I wish I had gone at it sooner or had maybe, you know, not doubted myself. And I love every answer I get because it just reminds us to just think introspectively about where we are, but also just remembering that, you know, we still have a purpose. And the great thing is you're still yet young and you have the opportunity, hopefully, to continue in this career and you can build a strong fan base and, and you're in an era right now where the internet plays a huge role. And I think that actually works to your favor where if you get a, a good enough following or someone picks up the song and it maybe they have a dance craze or a challenge or something, like you just never know where it can lead for you. So I just always say, just keep the faith, keep your strong belief system in yourself. And then just also be very aware of who's around you because there's some people who don't want you to succeed and they'll do any and everything they can to make sure that you fail. So you just have to just know your company, who you keep, and also read your contracts and read everything and keep a great lawyer because <laughs> those are going to mm -hmm. be important things to remember as you move further in your career because people, are, I promise you, they're going to see dollar signs in you and they're going to want to fight 
to get everything from you instead of actually trusting that you can do it for yourself. And sometimes there's things where you need to outsource and ask for help, but there's some things that you are capable of doing on your own and you just have to believe in yourself sometimes and just keep fighting. Yeah, for sure. That's great advice. I appreciate that. Oh, no problem. So I got two more questions for you. I'm going to combine these last two. So the first one is um, what's next for you? And the last question I have is how can our listeners find you online? Okay. Um, what's next for me is traveling. Um, actually traveling to other states. Let me Let me dial it back a little bit. I feel like the next step for me would be building a team and a team that's focused towards me and or let me say us as a team i feel like that's my next step because everything that i do i'm doing it by myself like right now i'm i've made a way for myself to build and make money giving advice on music business and that's one avenue so i'm still trying to build up clientele and stuff with that um, I also do cover art. I, I engineer people's songs, so people pay me for that. I, I'm, I'm an artist. Um, I do photography and other stuff. I help artists get opportunities. And it's like I'm doing all, I'm literally doing all of this by myself. So I, and a team is so important. A lot of people think being important, uh, independent is, is great, is a great thing. Um, and to be independent, I feel like not as an artist, but just as an individual, like it's, I feel like it's great to be independent um, to the point where I guess you know how to be independent if you need to be. But it's, I feel like it's not smart when you can have a team and you can't really do anything by yourself on earth. Like you, as soon as you are born, you, you looked at your mom for help. You get what I'm saying? So, and um everybody can find me on Instagram at Southside Miko. Um, really just hit me on Instagram. If you want to connect with me, that's the best way to connect with me because I will hit you back and I'm trying to work with anybody that's trying to work. Uh, I believe your network is your network. So if you're trying to tap in, let's tap in. Follow me, find me, let's work. I'm trying to work with you. It don't matter who you are. You probably have some, some value to offer me. If you waste the time, don't come near me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you just ended it like that. That That is like a microphone drop. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that, um, Southside Nico. And I think it's important to just be aware, like you said, of, hey, I'm willing to work with people, but just also that you're willing to learn from others. Because I think like sometimes even when someone is slacking or they're not doing what they need to do in their own career, that's, that's a message to you of, yeah, I remember when I was there, I didn't believe in myself. Or it, it can be almost a mirror for us um, when people are doing really well and successful and saying, hey, you know what? This last week I was able to book this, so I was able to do that. And it just keeps you pushing further and further into the, the direction you want to go in. And I think having a competitive nature but still being respectful is important in this career because, you know, as we are talking now, there's someone who's releasing a new song or who's getting signed to a record label. And you just have to remember... As long as you're fighting for something you want, it'll work out in, in due time. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Southside Miko. I've had such an amazing time having you here. 
I would love to have you back in the future. So whenever you have some new music coming up, some new events, things you're doing, hit me up, let me know, and we can definitely have you promoted. And if you want to perform in the future, just let me know and we'll have you back. Okay, yeah, no, for sure. I definitely would love to come back. Uh, I want to, um, you know, establish that line of communication between us both, um, for sure. So, thank appreciate. you. Yeah, I really appreciate you so much. And thank you for supporting the show. And I'm just glad to have another young artist because I love and in, in giving back. And I feel like you've been able to give so much to us today in this interview. And I want to be able to make sure we can help give back to you in any way we can by promoting and pushing. Because I want you to be able to get to those those parts in your goals. Where you can sit back and say, you know what? I said I was going to work with Kanye and I actually did. And we never know the future. And that's the great thing about life. Mm -hmm. Like if you have a dream and you write it down and you speak it into existence and you work for it, you know, you never know who, what room you're going to be in and, and who's going to be there to support you. So keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate it. And thank you again. Um, and keep doing what you're doing as well. The same thing that you're tell, always tell people, the same thing that you tell them someone else you should also listen to. Um, keep doing what you're doing as well. Hopefully one day you can help me get to Kanye and I can help you get to Kanye and interview him, you know? I'll you never you. know. I mean, we're going that, to, that's, that's what I'm talking about. I, shoot, I would love, that would be a great interview. For sure. <laughs> and it would, and it would, because you can interview. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that so much, Southside. And let's remember you For guys sure. to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Well, we will definitely have you back soon, and I hope you have a great rest of your week. And thank you so much for being a part of the show. Okay, I appreciate it. You all, too. Thank you. All right. Bye, Miko. Bye. Bye.